Looking for clarity and confidence when it comes to decision-making for your business? You've come to the right place. You're now listening to the Atomic Business Coaching Podcast. All right, Tom, a brand new year, 2024. Holy cow, it's 2024. It's kind of crazy to think that it's 24 years into the 2000s already. I was like, holy cow. I was watching something on TikTok this morning that was counting down in 1999 and when it changed to 2000. I can't believe that was 24 years ago. I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Time is is. flying, but it's flying because we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. So it's all good things. Well, that's the thing. And that's what we're going to talk about today is time does really fly super fast and mm-hmm. it'll go by in a blink of an eye and you get to the end of the year and you're like, wait, what was I supposed to do again? Did I do it? And then, you know, right now everyone probably last week was getting all the year end recaps from everything, you know, mm-hmm. like, what did you do here? What did you do there? It's, it seems to be ubiquitous now that you get a year end recap for anything that you do, right? Yeah, it's it's true. We we got these cool ones from uh, Spotify on how our podcast did there, and it was cool to just see some of the metrics that it pulled together for a year end and review, year end review kind of thing. And I always love the end of the year countdown on the songs and the top top forty songs mm. of the year and all those ty- types of things, you know. And it's amazing how much you can accomplish in a year too. When we look back and looked at a lot of our clients' accomplishments and what they set out to do at the beginning in the year and how they accomplished it. And, you know, they thought it was this really difficult thing to achieve and they were able to achieve it and they did it. And it was so much satisfaction that you could see on everybody's face when we gave them that feedback and they really appreciated it too. Yeah. We give them these reports that show everything that we worked on throughout the year. You know, they'll meet the clients of ours who work on a weekly basis. It's called TAC, Tactical Advanced Coaching. They meet with each me and Tom separately every single week. So they have about 104 meetings throughout the year. And when you start listing out the major accomplishments or the struggles that they went through, things they overcame, how they pivoted, it's it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The key to that is in the beginning of the year or the beginning of their time with us, we set out a plan on here's what we want to accomplish and here's what we want to do. And that's what we want this podcast today to be about is setting 2024 up. So it can be the year that you want to have happen instead of getting to the end of it and everybody recapping to you what you did. You don't want to just say, oh, well, here's what I did, but that's nice. But is that what I wanted to do? We want you to get to the end of the year and say, wow, everything that I set out in the beginning of the year is now accomplished. Sound good, Tom? That sounds awesome. I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for what the year is going to bring. And there's no better way to do it than to start off with a great vision for your year. Correct. So that's what this is going to be about, setting up your vision. Now, any of you who know mission and vision statement, you've probably heard them a million times. You know what they are. But the people who are listening to our podcast are small business owners, many of them being the purple collar professionals that we've come out and and really tried to make that a more understandable and more used term. And again, purple collar professionals are people that own a business. And they have both blue collar aspects and white collar aspects to their business. So there's labor that's involved. And then there are things that you're doing at your computer, at your desk, right? And you own a business. That's what really makes you a purple collar professional, blue collar, white collar, and you own this business. So for the people who are in that category listening, we want you to look at your vision statement on a much shorter term. It's usually three, five, 10 years. That's what most people set their vision statement Mm -hmm. up for. 
And what it is, this is in the long term what you would like your company to achieve, what you would like to look at it, and this is what we are now. This is what we've accomplished. Well, for you, what we want you to do is look at your vision statement as 2024. 12 months, okay? That's what you're going to do. And at the end of this 12 months, when you get your own recap, it's going to be, wow, these are the things that I accomplished. And hopefully, if we set up your vision statement appropriately in the beginning, you'll say, I accomplished the things I set out to instead of just got to the end of the year and did some things. Sounds good, man. So, you know, one of the things that people confuse often is the difference between mission and vision. So I, I think it'd be really important to clarify like how we both see vision, right? You're talking about vision for your company. I'm talking about vision for you as the owner and making sure that you have a specific vision for each one, but ultimately they really feel full together and integrate really well together. Yeah, and you can have them separate or they can be one overarching theme as your vision. Mm -hmm. And that's for me this year. That's what I've done. And we'll go into that in a moment, what we've each done for our vision. But really, when I look at vision, you know, it's again, it's you're setting out. Here's what we want to look like. Here's what we want to be. I'm sure you've heard of vision boards and all these other things. For me, when I look at a vision and how we have our clients really understand and utilize vision is that it's once you write this statement out on paper, then every decision you make every single day is to achieve that vision, right? Where the mission statement, we're talking about everything you do every single day is to achieve the mission. The vision statement is every decision you're going to make. So when you think about it, you write this vision statement out and you're like, okay, I'm about to make a decision. Is that decision going to bring me closer to the vision achieving it or bring me further away from it? Mm-hmm. And that's really what you want to use this as. It's your guiding, like the North Star, guiding light. It's your compass on, do I make this decision this way or that way? And if you look back at your vision statement and it's going to help you achieve it, then yes, you can make that decision. And if it's going to pull you away from it, then you, you really have to think like, why am I doing this? Right. Is there a good reason for making this decision? Yes or no. But that's really what that's about on my end. What about on yours, Tom? So for me, the vision is about making the decisions that lead to ultimately what you want to achieve. But for me, it's also the experience that comes with it, right? It's understanding what that day in a life looks like for you. So a lot of times when I do the vision exercise with our clients from the owner perspective, I'm I'm trying to understand what they want their day to look like every single day. So when they make decisions and they block out time or they organize their space or they do whatever it is that they need to achieve that vision, that the decisions are in line with that. So it's for me, I like to look at it as what decisions to live the day that you want to live. And and I think it's an awesome correlation. You know, we always say we're here to help purple collars make better decisions and to take action, right? Your mission is your action for me. That's your action. That's right. the tough stuff you're doing every single day. And that vision is all of the decisions that you make to get you to achieve the goal for your ultimate vision. But it's how also do you want your life to look? What is that day-to-day experience from waking up in the morning to going to bed at night? What are all the things that you hope to see happen throughout the course of the day? Who you're meeting with, who you're spending time with, who, who when you're working on the business, who you're adding to your business or what's changing in your business. All part of those is all part of the vision for me. Nice. And I like that. You got to really definitely delineate. Is it a decision or is it an action, right? right? Now, it's hard to 
make or it's hard to take action if you haven't already made a decision. Okay. Correct. So when you set up your vision statement, it can definitely be a guiding light for decisions, but then the decision may be what action am I going to take, which then can turn into your mission statement. Okay. So I'll give you a, for instance, for me, my vision this year is health, wealth, happiness. Okay. That's at the end of 2024. What I want to look back is I am healthy. I am wealthy and I am happy. That's what I want to look at. I want to look at my business. It is healthy. It is wealthy and it is happy. I want to look at my family. They are healthy. They are wealthy. They are happy. So for me, there's no separation of this. This is harmony. What we always talk about. Mm-hmm. I am, I have one vision for all aspects of my life. I can even look at my golf game. I want it to be healthy. <laughs> I want it to be wealthy and I want it to be happy. Now people are like, what do you mean? How can your golf game be wealthy? Well, for me, Wealth in the game is scoring appropriately, right? Mm-hmm. For me, health is going out there and doing it the appropriate amount of times. Last year, I didn't really do it that much. And for me, the happiness is just being out in nature for four or five hours with some people that I enjoy their company. So you can, for me, I can correlate health, wealth, happiness to almost anything. Okay. Now I separate these out. That's how I, I build out my day. Okay. But what it's really coming down to is, if I'm going to have a vision of health, wealth, happiness, okay, I look at the something that comes from the atomic habits, okay, and no, no correlation to us. <laughs> you know, we're not associated with James Clear or any, it's James Clear, right? Yeah, James Clear. But he has this wonderful thing that's called identity process outcome. And what most people do when they're setting up their vision statement, they make it a goal. Right. It's like, this is my goal is to get there. And uh, that's okay. I'm not saying you can't have a vision as a goal. But what I like to do is, or what he is saying is most people start with the outcome. And they're like, here's what my outcome is. I want my outcome to be healthy, wealthy, happy. Okay. Well, that's great. But you can't just magically make that appear. So his process of doing this or his protocol for doing this is identity, process, outcome. And what that means is, If you want your vision statement to be, I want to double the size of my business, you have to identify with someone who has doubled their business. Then what you have to do is build a process on how I'm going to double my business. And then the outcome will be you double your business. It's very simple. Okay. Identity, process, outcome. But if you just say the outcome is I want to double my business and you don't have any process, nothing's going to happen. Mm -hmm. The other part is if you identify the outcome. You say, here's my outcome. I want to double my business. And you build in a process, but you don't identify as that. You won't live that. You won't make the decisions necessary to do it. And you definitely won't take the actions. So you have to truly get down to that identity. I identify with what this vision is. And then you ask yourself, so for me, health, wealth, happiness, I'm about to make a decision. Well, let's say it's in the health realm. Okay. Well, what would a healthy person do? That's what you identify with. If I'm a healthy person, what would a healthy person, they open up the fridge and they want to have a snack. Well, what would a healthy person do? Would they have the leftover, you know, lo mein noodles or would they go over here and maybe make a salad, right? Would they grab a donut or would they make some egg whites, you know? And that's, Mm -hmm. so you have to, okay, that's identify with that. What would that person do? Well, the process is they would make the egg whites, right? Not have the donut. 
So then you go through and you make the egg whites. And then the outcome is what? You're a healthy person. Right. Okay. So when you're going through and you have your vision statement to make these decisions simpler for you, you just have that identity and you ask yourself, what would that person do? And then that'll start formulating your process. And okay, I go through and do that process and then you will eventually have that outcome. Those outcomes may be instant. They may take a long time to achieve, mm-hmm. but the vision should be the overarching theme on what decisions do I make in coordination with that identity. Right. That's awesome. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. That's an, such an easy way to look at it and makes your decision making so much more simple. And I mean, for me, I know that this year is going to be a year of optimization, right? So everything that I do is going to be about how do I optimize a process? How do I optimize an experience? How do I optimize just running the business, you know, and making sure that it's moving along in an efficient way? So every decision that I'm going to make is really going to be based on does this optimize it or is it a waste of time? Is this the best use of my time or do I need to spend more time here versus over there? And I think that's one of the key things is, you know, I was, as I was reflecting on it for this year in the business, right? One of my key goals for the business, not as the owner, as a coach is to provide optimal experiences for every one of our clients. And how do you do that is number one, making the decision to be as present as possible in everybody's meeting with you, you know? And that's one of the things that like for me, I'm going to consciously make a decision to be more present in those conversations. Not that I'm not present now, but to really make sure that I'm listening and I'm getting the most out of it and spending more time in preparing for individual meetings, because all of that will optimize the client's experience. And that's my optimization for the business. So it's kind of, it's really, it really makes it so simple, right? It it makes it crystal clear that this is what you're doing. If it doesn't optimize it, or if it's not about health, wealth, or happiness, then you don't do it. Then that decision, it's an easy decision to make. And I think one of the things that I love about this and for purple collar professionals, sometimes you get overwhelmed by all the decisions that you have to make. And if you start breaking it down, you'll start to see what are the really important decisions versus the ones that you don't need to spend too much time on that should be either let go of or just you just make the decision quickly because it aligns with what your ultimate outcome is for for your year. Yeah, we have a client that their vision statement is very simple to be structured in revenue generation. That's it. But just simple to be structured in revenue generation. So that means when they're about to start their day, like, okay. I'm a structured person and in my revenue generation. So, all right, would a structured person just randomly go through their emails? No. A structured yeah. person would say, okay, I'm going to go through the emails and do these things, and then the outcome will be that the emails are all answered. Okay? Okay, great. That's what they would do. And then the the next thing, what would, okay, they have to do invoicing, right? So what would a structured person do? Would they pick this one up and then go answer their email and then go to a job and then they would structure it out and say, here is the process. So they identify, then they build out a process and the outcome is they'll be structured in their revenue generation. So it it is very simple, but the key to all of this is you have to identify with whatever that mission statement is. So Tom, I'll do one with you, right? Right. 
so you said you're going to be more present in meetings, which I like that because right. you are, you're extremely present, but I guess your mission, uh, I'm sorry, your vision is to focus more, to be even more present than that, Correct. Um, which I don't know how you'll do that because you're very present in, in um, meetings. So it's a cool thing that you're doing to enhance that. But so you identify as someone who is extremely present now, mm -hmm. that's going to be your identity. So what would someone who's extremely present do in a meeting? Be laser focused on who's in the meeting, okay. what's on the screen, not having any distractions. You know, we have multiple screens in front of us, not having any distractions around. So let's that. just take that, right? Let's just yeah. let's simplify this for people so they yep. can kind of role play it with us. All right. So a, a very present person would would minimize distractions. So what's a process before going into the meeting to be ultra present to minimize distractions? One, close all of your screens on your computer if you're meeting. Okay virtually. Number two, if you're in, in person or virtually, just hide that cell phone. Put that cell phone away. Put it in your back pocket. Put it somewhere where you're not going to pay attention to it until that meeting is over. Because it, that, these are the, it's really about limiting the distractions, being present, but that leads to an optimized experience for the client. Right. And sometimes, you know, it, it's hard when you have other decisions running around, right? Have you ever walked into a meeting, just any meeting, any business meeting, and you have something on your mind? That thing distracts you frequently mm. throughout that meeting. And you're not always thinking as clear as you want to be thinking, or you're not as present as you want to be. So you have to figure out ways to shut that off or turn that down as, you know, turn the dial down on it, not necessarily flip the switch, but turn the dial down in your meeting so that you can be present in the meeting so you can have an, a better experience, an optimized experience within the context of that meeting. And, and But here's what I'm saying is, let's use that situation now for right. anybody, because we've all been in that situation. Yeah. You go into a meeting and someone just let you know something. Now you're distracted. You're like thinking about it for the first 10 minutes right. of the meeting. So if you went into that meeting and said, listen, I'm going to be ultra present in this meeting and I'm not going to be distracted. And I know I'm about to be distracted by this thing that just came up. What would a person who is ultra present do? What would they do, Tom? Dial it down. No, but how, how would they do that? What would they actually do to dial it down? To dial it down, they would have to say, all right, I'm not here to work. I'll take care of that when I'm done. I'm here to focus on this with everybody in the room. That's what they and would say. See, so like what I would do is I would maybe like set a calendar appointment for, let's say the meeting is from 12 to 1. Right. I would, I would go on my phone and set a calendar appointment for one fifteen. like go back and handle that thing. And then I would know it's like, okay, it's over there. It's, I'm not going to forget about it. It's in there. Now I can be present. But this right. is and what I'm saying. It is space. It, yes. Correct. Correct. Giving it space. But that's what I'm saying is if you just ask the question, is, all right, I am this thing, whatever your vision is of what you would like to become by the end of 2024, what you would like your business to look like at the end of 2024. If you just say, okay, I am this person who's ultra present mm -hmm. and now not distracted, what would they do? Because here's the thing. You all already know exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. If you ask that question, you have an inkling on what to do. You wouldn't have been a business owner if you had no clue about these things, Okay. It's yeah. just you're not focusing on it and you're not giving it the attention it needs. And then you're not doing the process to get the outcome you want. So if you just simply ask that question, what would a, whatever your vision is, person do? What would a, whatever your vision business do? So if your vision is to double your business, like we said before, what, and, and now you have to do lead generation. Well, what would a business who wants to double their lead generation do? Give me one example, Tom. What would they do? 
what would they do? They would probably work, dedicate some more time to prospecting and getting more leads. Great. It's that simple, guys. You it's see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, okay. So they would spend more time prospecting for leads. And then, you know what your process is? Go spend more time prospecting for leads. leads. And then you know what the outcome is? You're going to have more business. Right. I don't care if you're the worst salesperson and prospect person on the planet Earth. If you spend more time doing it, you're going to have more than if you spent half the time doing it. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. You're not stupid people, okay? At least I hope you're not, right? <laughs> but I, I would gather to say <laughs> the people who are listening to this type of podcast are trying to better their lives, better their business, b- become the optimal person that they can be in mm-hmm. all realms. You know what to do. You just have to do it, okay? There's no major plan that needs to take place. Mm-mm. There's no tremendous amount of like motivation that you need. You don't need to be passionate about these things. You just need to ask yourself, well, I identify with this. What would that person do? And then just go do it. It's very simple. Right. Because now you have a clear decision that you've made and a very clear action of what needs to be done next. And that's what this is all about, is making it that simple. And you can easily, each day, you don't have to think about it. It just becomes something you do because you're making the decision. You're asking yourself, well, what would that person do? What would that person do? What would that? And that's any habit formation. Mm-hmm. I want to like, all we're talking about is really developing a new habit. Your vision for this year has to become that habit. And that habit is, is well, that's to live, the process, right? Right. That's the, the process. Habit is the is process. That. Exactly. And then the byproduct of the habit is the outcome. Is the outcome. And that's what this is. And when you form a habit, the key is, how you integrate it into your life, into your every minute, into your every thought process, into everything that you do. It's the same thing like if you wanted to lose weight. When you go to the refrigerator, like you said before, what would a healthy person do? Well, ask yourself too, why am I eating this? Am I eating this because I'm hungry or am I eating this because I'm sad and I want comfort food or whatever? But it's just making it more present to you that there's a question to be answered in every single decision that you make. Mm-hmm. It's asking yourself that question. Because if you don't ask that question, you lose sight of your vision. You lose sight of the direction you're headed. Now, that is that is the point of what we're saying today. Is in order to know what questions to ask, you have to write this vision statement down. Mm-hmm. You have to really, this is the first Friday of the year, that if you're listening to this as it came out, This is the first Friday of January, 2024. You need to really write this down on paper and commit to it. This doesn't need to be, you know, a a, a whole long list of things. Mine is health, wealth, happiness. Tom's is optimization. That's it. You know, that other client is being structured in their revenue generation. These don't need to be complicated. Okay. It's what do you want to be? Where do you want your company to be at the end of 2024? Write that down. And then start asking the question. I identify with this. What would that kind of person do? You will already know what your process is. Will it be perfect? Probably not. But through doing the process, you will learn how to improve it. And then the outcome will be getting what you set out as your vision. So I think that's a good place to end, Tom. Yes, absolutely. All right, great. So again, to remind all of you, I am Adam and I work on the business. And I'm Tom. I work on the owner. And to be clear, we're not here just to make your business a success. We're in the biz- We're here to make success your business. Sorry, I got to get used to that new one. <laughs> uh, did you write it down? I did write it down and I, I stumbled on it. Nah. So listen, what, 
we're we're trying to go a new a new route this year, right? And it's it's look, we can we've helped many business owners have a super successful business. But that's really not what we do. That's not what we set out to do. That's the byproduct of a lot of what we do. What our work has really unfolded for us and and made us aware of what we're doing is we're getting people in the business of success. We're not making your business a success. We're getting you in the business of success. Meaning that my whole thing now is I am in the business of success in my life. I am in the business of success for my company. I am in the business of success for my employees. I am in the business of success for my hobbies. I am in the business of success for my children and my spouse. And that's what we do here at Atomic Business Coaching. We get you to be the best in the business of success. So with that, we wish you a very happy new year and let us know how it's going with your vision statement.